It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quentin time on your Tuesday, 5.01 here on Fan Run Radio. And the Top 5 at 5 is brought to you this afternoon by Knoxville Smiles. Tucker, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the Tennessee Athletic Program is once again under NCAA investigation for potential NIL violations across multiple sports, according to Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty. Just last summer, Tennessee was penalized for more than 200 rules and fractions in the football program. Tennessee Chancellor Dondi Plowman has already issued a statement directed at the NCAA. And if you're a Tennessee fan, you, it's a long statement. You go read it. It's fairly incendiary stuff from the Chancellor of the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. The New York Times saying that the investigation is focused in part on the use of a private jet by a so-called donor collective to fly a high-profile recruit, which has been identified as Nico Yamaleava, to campus. So there's that. <laughs> and uh, But Tennessee has come out swinging this afternoon, specifically Dondi Plowman has. So it's going to be a fascinating couple of months and, and probably years to watch this play out. At number two, Tennessee continues its season with a matchup against South Carolina tonight in Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. Tip-off is at 6.30. The game will air on SEC Network. Tom Hart, VFL, Dane Bradshaw both on the call. And the Vols are favored over the Gamecocks by 14. Why are we playing this game at 6.30? Why not? SEC Network does that weird thing where they slide a game up into the 6.30 slot instead of the 7. Isn't there, at one point in the season, won't there be a 5.30 game? What? That may be 5.30 Central time. I swear I thought I could remember a couple of games that... Did you not have any games start in the third hour of the show? You don't remember that? Uh, not the regular season. Okay, maybe it's the 6.30 slot that I'm thinking. Because normally it's 7. Not in the SEC portion of the regular right, right. season. 14-point favorite. Vols, Gamecocks. Uh, should be a fun voluntary reaction tonight with yeah. Davey, who's... I know he's been following this NCAA stuff closely for a while now. At number three, New Carolina Panthers coach Dave Canales is hiring a familiar face as his offensive coordinator, but that person will not be calling the plays. Brad Idzik, who followed Canales from Seattle to the Buccaneers to coach wide receivers last season, will follow Canales to the Panthers, but Canales will be the one calling the plays. You said it was a familiar name familiar face for him oh not to us I was gonna say i've never heard of that guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well, good luck to dave not chico canales and the panthers i'm they're gonna be horrible oh yeah yeah, yeah. gotta draft some people over there at number four, the Pittsburgh Steelers have zeroed in on their next offensive coordinator. Uh, they will be hiring former Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Smith for the vacancy. Arthur Smith most recently held the offensive coordinator title with the Tennessee Titans, in which he helped guide the Titans to an AFC title appearance in the 2019 season. Arthur Smith not joining his dad, not going into the family business. Could that be a pretty good hire? Arthur Smith to the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, do you have a quarterback or no. not? There? Do you get a quarterback? Can you get some receivers that are not total divas? I mean, his, his offense here was – Oh, it was good. Good. Yes. Very good. Yeah, and I feel like 
stylistically what the Titans did under Arthur Smith and what the Steelers want to do. Well, he Run had, the football, play action shots. Yeah, it seems like it makes sense. You're right, yeah. And and he, he did benefit from having Tannehill and King Henry sure. in their prime. Right, like, right, absolute right. primes. Yes. So, uh, you know, what kind of weapons do they have there? And finally, at number five, good local story here, the Washington County Sheriff's Office announced that they cited a man after the discovery of an illegal moonshine operation in Johnson City. Uh-oh. Police said Police that Jeremy Stein has been cited for manufacture of alcoholic beverages, possession of a still, and unlawful storage of liquor for sale. How I many, thought this was America. 80, 81 of, quarts of product well, in how, this man's barn. Andy Griffith? How many oh. gallons was it still? Does it say? 81 quarts is what he had. In possession. That's what he had in in liquor. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw mean, they like still. sell. It it's like, legal. Like you can buy like forty um, gallon. You can buy like really nice, a really nice like copper still that. I think it's. I'm almost positive it's legal. You just it can't be over. You can't produce right. Number one, anything for sale. Yeah. So how much, you know, more hair on your chest will the stuff this guy's making than like whatever the hardest hitting stuff you can buy at a liquor store is. Oh. You, ever, you never had the real deal? Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot. You can't taste I, the difference? I mean, it's been so long. My, my palate is more sophisticated than when I used to I've got go over to a guy's party. And, like, you guys want to try it? The age of 21, and I just remember like my friend would have a, like, literally kept it in a plastic cup. Uh, not, not a jar, not something with a lid. He like, opened up his freezer, and he had like a red plastic cup. He's like, here, drink this. Really? Kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've, I don't know. I've got jars. Two good pulls. It'll put you on the. I do remember, like, one of the most hammered I ever saw a person, too, was at a a uh, college party. Field party? Like house par- no, oh. house party. Like, this guy had some of that stuff. And this, uh, his, this was an older guy uh, who was hanging around college kids, which was kind of weird in retrospect, but whatever. And uh, he came, like, seasoned drinker. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm gonna put this moonshine down, and like, he, he only he didn't have but a couple of pulls. And they just like sat down on this couch, leaned over, and went to sleep. For like yeah, six hours. I missed the first half gone. of the 2012 Florida game asleep in a chair this in G10 yeah. <laughs> because of a, t- a former teacher I had at Bearden High School when we were in college mm. brought me or after college, but he he brought us some white lightning to share, and I was like. Pfft. This stuff, whatever. So, stood up, and I really don't remember how I got to G10. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about because I've gotten moonshine from that same person. And it's, it, that's the real deal. It's, it's. What are they doing over there? Cock County White Liquor. I mean, you don't have any leaders? You don't have any educators? Are there people no, he, who will. That's he was guide. Uh, that stuff was uh, hot, Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. That stuff was, was like about 150 proof, right? Yeah. It was up there. Yeah. You know, you know. I was what they, seven years removed. You know from what high they school. brought us at West? Knowledge, notebooks, and pencils. Championship DNA. Books. What was the final score Pedigree. on that West game from the other night? Seventy-five to nine. Championships. <laughs> Thank you, Tucker. You got to skedaddle now. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't wait to get out of here. Can you uh, get the computer over to... You only get to see Lamont Harris in the South Carolina Gamecat uh, live and in the flesh. Like, 
every so often, Tucker. You yeah. got to take advantage of these opportunities. Yeah, just once a year for probably not that long because he won't. It's not every day. Michi Johnson forever. rolls into town. No, it's not. Should, should Barnes bellow out to uh, their coach that he's going to have to pay for the sins of Beamer about Cockgate? Mm. Oh, I already kind of made well a Cockgate reference on the show. Hey, we're playing Cockgate. Are we playing South Carolina? And they're so dumb Cock down there, gate. Sir Cocky or whatever they call it. They missed the boat. They should have called that. They Sir Cocky McCox a lot. Cock Commander. Cock no. Commander. <laughs> Cock Commander. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> I did too. Oh. Cock Gate. Thank you, Tucker. Top five, five brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go for all my dental work. Check them out online at Knoxville Smiles. Dot com call 865-539-1776 to set up your appointment and tell them fan run sent you so tennessee back in the crosshairs of the ncaa it is the big story du jour what's next for dondi plowman and the vols so i guess we're waiting to see i guess it's your move ncaa i mean they've made the tennessee's made their permission their position perfectly clear Oh yeah! At this point, will the NCAA actually go through with it and send a notice of allegations and proceed with a persecution of Tennessee? We'll see. I don't. She ain't gonna blink. She better not be strong, Dondi. She also knows that she has the support of the entire city and the entire family. What, what did she tweet just moments ago? Uh, she wanted to thank the volunteers who showed up uh, to pack clothes and toiletries for the Martin Luther King Day uh, donations. For for MLK Day. Here we are, minding our own business, trying to heal our nation's racial divide. And you want to come in here and persecute us over some kid getting to fly on a jet? GTFO. As the kids say, that's what that's she should. She, yeah, that's, that's what, what she, she said. I was going to say that earlier. One statement: GTFO, Dondi Plowman, Chancellor. <laughs> oh man, eight six five. I almost gave out my personal phone number there. Five four six eighty two hundred. I'm like, why would I do that? Five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on board here this afternoon. If if you've got thoughts on this, how should Tennessee play this? Is Dundee in the right? Do you do you say nothing or do you come out guns a blazing? Who's next, Bear? We've got Dr. Vol. Dr. Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good, guys. Uh, you know, we've we've always known as Tennessee fans that chaos isn't a pit; it's a ladder. And before Don Day, we handled that ladder about like Clark Griswold. So I feel pretty good about it with her in charge. But my worry is, Russ, what you alluded to before the previous break is what about the recruits, Lane? Like, y'all talked about it, uh, Hopple's first few years, like that he had that cloud above him, and here we go, that cloud's back when he's back on the recruiting trail. There's really not, though. There really isn't. It didn't really hold us back in the past, but I... It didn't hold us back when we landed Nico in the middle of that mess. We've got five, you know, we're starting to recruit close to a, a level that we like to back in the old days. I really don't think it's going to. I mean, can we lean into this and and say maybe it's a positive DR. Now everybody knows that we're paying top dollar. We're se- we'll send our private jet to pick you up and give you an $8 million contract. And then when the NCAA tries to come in and say, that's illegal, 
we got our badass chancellor who'll release a three-page letter telling them to shove it. Not just to shove it. I mean, she just spells out how she's, you know. She called them inept. She she pulled their pants down in front of everybody and started laughing. When she shows you the hammer, she's going to smash over your head if you really want to push this. Do y'all see them trying to make Nico ineligible this year? No. No. I I just can't. Like, that would be so... You know, may, maybe they just don't care about the court of public opinion, but I mean, they would be pilloried from from coast to coast. Every, and I mean, not Tennessee fans. I mean, all the major publications, like nobody. When was the last time they tried to rule an athlete, a college athlete, ineligible? I I don't even remember the last time they've done it. But like the uh, AJ, did North Carolina have a kid over the offseason? I don't remember. Yeah, and, oh yeah, they they had to cave to him eventually. And, and they were just and they were pilloried, man. And everybody thought the it was like, what are you doing? This is a guy's chance to play sports, and you're and you're telling him he can't. Like nobody came down on the side of the NCAA for that. But I guess they did do it. Russ, I tweeted it to you. You might have mentioned it, but there was a representative of State Tennessee. I don't, I don't know who he is or what, what district he is or whatever. But he talked about how that they worked with uh, Tennessee on the on the NIL laws, and I mean that's what made me feel better about whatever's about to happen with the NCAA. I mean the law. I mean pretty much state and federal law are on are on our side. I don't. I mean I I remember even go back to AJ Green. Like it, it, people were like what what are you what are you doing. Why, why are you coming after this kid? Johnny Manziel, Reggie yeah. Bush, like yeah. all, all these guys that now – Oh, what's his name? Um, running back from Georgia, played for the Rams, Todd Gurley. Yeah, he, he got He was some. one of the ones for signing autographs. So I, I don't think they would I, – I just can't imagine that they would rule – I mean, I, I feel like everybody would be united against the NCAA – at that point, but maybe they don't care. Maybe they, I mean, this is not some wide receiver at North Carolina. We're talking about a potential number one overall draft pick someday at Tennessee, an SEC traditional power. They just don't seem to be able to read the room, Russ. That's why I asked that. I mean, they're kind of like Fulmer at that press conference talking about how good recruiting was. They just don't seem to have self-awareness. I'm I'm with Bear on this one. I I think you file an injunction now, and you go you go to court and say, and hell, I'm I'm talking about out my rear end about that. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's like, hey, we're not talking to these creeps anymore. They are messing with our program here. It's costing us money. We've done nothing wrong, and we like get these people off of our campus. Tell them to leave us alone. Keep our names out your mouth. We don't want to see you anymore. I mean, when you've got, I mean, you've got, uh, I saw Houston just tweeted about it, quote tweeted it, but I mean, you've got like the biggest Alabama homers on the planet calling in a fine bomb, just going off on the, everybody knows it. They're a fraud. They're a failure. Isn't that what Dondi told them? They're, they're failures. Well, you're failing. But yes, I mean, it's, it's pretty it's bad. Just, yeah. I just I hope Dante is the one that takes down the Iron Throne, guys. You'd love to see it. Uh, Houston, want to hop off here? Uh, you know, I wish he was still around, Nate, RIP. I wonder what he'd have to say about all this. I'll hang up and listen. I know what he'd say. He'd say what we've been saying for years. When stuff like this happens, every school loves to laugh at the school that's in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why nothing ever gets done because you don't really care that it's happening unfairly until it happens to your school. And it feels like, to a couple of callers' points today, 
This is the NCAA doing those last-ditch efforts to make sure that they can show some teeth, that they still have power. The problem is you've poked a lot of bears in the last, what, four years, five years? This really could be a time when everyone's just sick of it. Yeah. And they really do come together and say, we're done with you. We need a new governing body. And then Nick Saban steps in. I mean, like, the deal, what they did to Florida State was wrong. Yeah. And the fact that they won't touch certain programs is wrong. And the fact that they'll kill little well, they, programs. They won't, like, it's they just, won't it's ever un- admit that this stuff has been going on. Right. Barely under the table at Alabama for 60 damn years. Congressman Burgett has released a statement. We'll have that for you when we continue. More of your phone calls as well. 865-546-8200 if you want to chime in. 546-8200. The Drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. The Drive. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun of... U.S. Congressman Tim Burchett, eight minutes ago on Twitter. Glad to see at Donnie Plowman defending UT Knoxville after the bogus at NCAA accusations. They created this mess with no guidelines, and now they appear to be attacking us retroactively. That's that's what's going to get him. I saw this guy lay out this whole thing about how he some dumb analogy. It was like. Dude, it, it was there were no rules. You can't. How can you go back and punish somebody for things they did with no rules? When no rules are broken. Well, just this. Even to back up out of this specific thing that we're talking about today, and take a ten thousand foot view of the NCAA and college athletics and uh, what we're talking about now. But it's like the transfer rule, right? Where where it was. Well, you can't transfer. You have to sit out a year. Well, you can transfer once without having to sit out a year. Even before that, it was you can grad transfer without mm-hmm. having to sit out. Now you, you get can, a waiver. Now you can do whatever you now, want. Yeah, now, they, now they've got it. To, but it, it's like temporary, but probably not. Well, that no. you can You can transfer whenever you want, however many times mm-hmm. you want, regardless of where, you know. And, and it just contributes all to this feeling of, they're making up the rules as they go along. There are no rules. Every time they try and make a rule, it gets shot down. So there really are no rules. Who's in charge? And 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 everybody wants rules. Like every, yeah, people, they do. People but say they don't. Everybody wants rules except for the NCAA because they know their biggest problem is is they're trying to kind of just fashion something together. Um, when, as always, the solution to the problem was call them employees. You're going to have to collectively bargain, get everything. Then you have rules. You collectively bargain with the players. Everything's set up. And they didn't want to do that. They don't want – and they still don't. That's why they're having problems in Congress and in courts. I I can't remember which person it it was in Congress. Basically told them, they're like, we can't solve this for you. Eventually, you're going to have to call these kids what they are, which are employees. That fixes a lot of it. It fixes a lot of it. it it's just uh, – I, I don't disagree with you, and, I mean, it, it, but it's just – I do see 
from the NCAA and the administrators, the, the administrators, the administrations and administrators. Yes. It's like, man, that is so much work and so big a headache. Like, I don't even know where to start to do something like that because there's going to be so many people from the lower rungs crying out, well, this is going to kill us. We can't afford to do this. But uh, this is split off. I, I, mean, I can hear Davy Hudson like Super League, Super League. If that's fine. Yeah. You take the twenty schools that can't mm-hmm. afford to pay, and right. you just let them do their thing. Well, uh, you know, D- Davy wants that. I like having Boston College and yeah, Syracuse I, I, I and too. Missouri it, and other teams like that have you know a seat at the table. It, it's not that I like it. I just think it's inevitable now, and it. It became inevitable when it went from, you know, back in the back in the eighties, college football wasn't much different than college baseball. I mean, it just wasn't that high profile. There weren't billions and billions of dollars mm. in it. They the big thing is is they don't want to come off the money. That's what it's always been about. And NIL, you know, they can't do anything about that because it's you know. I think they it, they don't want to come off on the money, but I also think they're never underestimate the you know human capacity not to want to tackle something really hard to do. Mm-hmm. And, and again, mm-hmm. like you know, what does this mean for Washington State and Colorado and Arizona and these schools that they're going to have to cut sports? They're going to have to cut back on things. They're not going to have as much. As and we could say, well, that you know, fair is fair. It's a free market, and the you know the best athletes will have access to these jobs, not scholarships anymore, uh, and and the rest won't. But as a fan, that's that's kind of sad that you know we're we're going to be diluting this amazing product that we all grew up with. That you didn't get to play quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, but you weren't capable of that physically. Some people well, can play it at a level. It, it, to me, it's no different than the argument between the people that get all upset because NBA players make so much more than WNBA. Yeah. Capitalism, baby. That's. I guess that's my question. What problem are they trying to fix here? They're not. They're trying to prevent having to pay, give them, give the players a cut of the money, revenue but, sharing. But, but. We're paying for Nico's flight, or somebody else was. I don't know why that that matters to them. They're still falling under an impermissible benefit, right? But why? Just let let the rich schools continue to be rich and get the best players. That's the way it's always been. Because they're clinging. I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if it's to level the playing field, well, frankly, the transfer portal and NIL have kind of done that. Ole Miss, Missouri, like teams that you don't normally see are now in the top 10, top 15, winning 10, 11 games a year. It it has already pretty quickly evened the playing field. Why are we going to go after, and especially retroactively, kids getting whatever a school thinks they might be worth? What what problem does that create for the NCAA? I I have no idea. The only thing, you know, with Florida State is that that got them was kind of tampered with Marius Mims, but... I think that, you know, that's pretty dirty between Kirby, you know, mm. Kirby and Mims. It's amazing how he's done all this so squeaky clean down there. He, he is a true remarkable individual. If I'm Josh Heupel, I mean, if, if you really wanted to get dirty, you really wanted to play hardball, you call a team meeting. You go up there in front of all your players and say, look, I know that 
about half of you in this room have been quote unquote tampered with. People called you about transferring to other schools and you didn't do it because you got a good thing going here at Tennessee. We hooked you up NIL. It's whatever. We're not, we're not mad at you, but we're going through this thing right now. I'll, you, you guys show me the evidence. We're going to sit down with you. We're going to come up. You guys show us all the people that, te- uh, you know, Memphis called you, tried to get you to transfer during the winter break. You go LSU, tell me some Dylan Sampson uh, hollered at you, trying to get you to come down there. James Pierce. You, know, mm-hmm. what, uh, you, you showed me all these texts and phone records and everything of all these conversations that we know you had. We're, again, we're not mad at you. This is college football in 2024, but – we're going to go public with this. <laughs> we're going to threaten. Like, you want to hit the nuclear? We're going to hit that red button out there. We're going to hit the nuclear <laughs> button here. It just. Well, I think that's what the three pages are. We're going to release yeah. the Epstein files here <laughs> <laughs> and drag everybody. You want to take us down? Fine. But we're taking you all. You're all coming with we're us. We're all going down together. That's what I do. I'm going to play hardball. I'm going to play hardball. A lot of people. A lot of people upset that, and, and this is perfectly obvious at this point, that the NCAA leaked this story today. What what were the you know machinations behind the movements behind the scenes that were happening that that led us to what's happened today? Which is Pat Forty gets the story, got fed to him. He yeah. get, gets yeah. all the NCAA story, so he's obviously got a source. Of the NCAA. This was obviously leaked to Pat Forty. Why did they leak it today? Is they also Donnie, leaked it to who? The New York Times? Yeah. Well, Donnie Plowman's story, uh, the statement statement that three pages has obviously been combed over in, and in by the lawyers hopper. and yeah. everything. Dated yesterday. Dated yesterday. Right, right. right. So the NCAA knew this was coming out. Tennessee's trying to get a meeting with Charlie Baker in the NCAA. Back in December. And, and they are saying no. And so Tennessee is planning their next step. NCAA is aware of this because clearly there's some level of communication going on between the NCAA and Tennessee. And so somebody at the NCAA decides we're going to leak this to our approved sources, Pat Forty and the New York Times. And Tennessee, of course, is ready for this. And so they released the statement almost immediately after. And now we're where we are. Yeah. Which I'm fine with all of that. Just get it out in the open. Like, stop letting it. We, we've heard whisperings of, uh, you know, Tennessee is, we were told Tennessee would have to distance itself from Spire. And maybe that was reason that the recruiting class this past season wasn't the top 10, top five class that people were hoping for. It was hmm. number 12 or whatever. And uh, and and maybe there was some of that. I I, I don't know that for sure. But these there we've been we'd hearing heard rumblings. I heard rumblings that there's that the NCAA is on campus. They've been sniffing around various, you know, programs, teams, players, coaches, whatever, and and there have been meetings. And um, I had not heard that. I, I I had heard obviously that after all the Nico stuff, like eventually there would be an investigation of some sorts, at least some questioning about that entire no, I situation. I told you that, but yeah, we had we heard it a while back. Basically, what came down today, and Jeez. we knew they were sniffing around. <laughs> sniff, sniff, sniff. You know, I've done pretty good about not taking a cheap shot, but it is obvious to me that uh, Pete Thamel's uh, Avion Twitter slash X is uh, professionally photoshopped. I saw him on TV the other day. Ooh, ouch! Are you calling the man ugly? Oh, yeah. 
Looked like his mama hung him out the window and was driving down the road and smashed his face in about five mailboxes. Yeah. Looks like he's got really bad dandruff. She looks like somebody <laughs> set her fi- face on fire and tried to put it out with an ice pick. He's not handsome. And Pat Forty. I mean, he's a he's he's a fraud, an absolute fraud. He pilloried this fan base and has uh, because of the whole Shiano Sunday thing. When he himself, a few months before that, said it was non-starter at Oregon mm. because of the very thing that we had a problem with. We are really working, uh, giving pillory a workout today on the show, which is ironic because we have a you know yesterday, uh, today, two days in a row, and Annie Oakley reference, mm-hmm. and we were talking about stocks and pillories as a uh, bringing back that as a punishment yesterday. Did we didn't we have that conversation? Yes, there? I think Pat Forty and Pete Thamel ought to spend some oh. time in the stocks. <laughs> <laughs> like throw a rotten tomato pizza head. What a Maybe that's what the NCAA was. They want Josh Heupel in the stocks sitting there. It ain't going to happen. Got big bad mama in charge over there now. You ain't dealing with Jimmy Cheek anymore, NCAA. Ain't, ain't Dave the Hitman Hart. DiPietro, that whole bunch of, of incompetence that would have fumbled this whole thing. So so, when did the NCAA allegedly start sniffing around? Like end of the season? I don't know. Oh. It must have been right around. It was not too long after they told us, held us up as a beacon. Yeah, of, of I feel like this started in the fall. Yeah. No, it's an interesting. Uh, uh, let's see who this was. Austin asked the question: Do you think this news today has anything to do with Nico redshirting? And while initially I'm just like, oh no, why would that matter? I'm kind of like, huh? Uh. Like with eligibility rules. I mean, he has all four. I don't know. It just made me made me wonder, like, when and why this. Oh, if it started and they just kind of wanted to hold him out so they couldn't come back and try and. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I I would hope that if. Man, uh, that's interesting. So many thoughts, like the the whole Joe thing in the in the bowl game and playing him, and did they just get to a point where they're just like to hell with it? They're gonna they're gonna come after us, and we're just gonna play this kid because it's the right thing to do. Hmm. Like, so, are, like, is it possible that they could strip him of a year of eligibility? Oh my God, I just can't imagine. And since he's only going to be a, th- a two two years more player anyway, I, I don't know. Like, there, yeah, that just makes my that makes my head hurt. My thinking brain about it. <laughs> so Tennessee said, "Well, if we redshirt him this year, we can use the two years, and he'll still be able to, you know, play two here and go pro." I don't know. I know it's strange. The the head of the you know basically the head of the family said we're basically put that thing out and we're going to war so she's not taking it yeah I mean the boss spoke so I've not seen the fan base this united this quickly since probably Shiano Sunday I've not I've not seen other yeah I've never seen other that. fan bases They're like now wait a minute. Not yeah, I mean, if this was five years ago, people would be just piling on oh, right yeah. now. We <laughs> yeah. would be alone. Yeah. At the, we, we would be holding the barbarians yeah. from the gate, just taking it from all directions. And, and, but instead, right now, some of the biggest uh, gumps are going to bat. I mean, legend, this is wrong. legend calling in to defend Tennessee. Never thought I'd see the day. I mean, I, I'm serious. If I'm Plowman, I, I would pick up the phone and call whoever her counterpart is at the University of Florida and whoever else is going through this because it's, you know, it's, there's a couple and, and say, hey, like, this is what we're doing. 
we're, we're taking these clowns to court. We're not going to roll over and just get railroaded on, on this thing. Are, are you with us? Strength in numbers. And, and maybe this is the, you know, the NCAA keeps trying to remake itself. And, well, we're going to do whatever that Charlie Baker's proposal was a, a month or so. I don't even remember what it was. Like, it was it – was That guy's such a so, dope. He got laughed out of Congress. Yeah, like, you know, maybe maybe this, if, if, if you go about it the right way with other schools that are dealing with this and other schools that are not, that are just like, you know, I'm, we're tired of this slow-moving paradigm shift of you know taking 10 years to get where we're all going let's just cut the band-aid off let's just do it now let's Rip just get off. rid of this NCAA and start a new organization to govern who's college football who's going to do it though who's going to do it that's what i mean we get everybody in a, in, in a room we have a, a constitutional convention of football programs oh. that can afford to do this and and we I thought it was going to be more like the, that infamous mafia meeting yeah we settle all family business Set up the commission. The Tataglias. The Declaration of Independence from the NCAA. Yeah. Hey, I did have a uh, little one housekeeping note over here before we get to break. Uh, Westchester callback. That was an accident. I didn't mean to hang up on you. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. I pushed the button. It didn't take. It happens. Phones are blowing up. Uh, yeah, we're going to let's take a quick break here and uh, let Bear get some some callers on and we'll mow through them yeah we come back to finish out the show today stay with us it is the drive fan run radio back with more right after this fan run radio the drive continues overtime bill and the boys are here from six until eight up next and uh, looking forward to that of course you got tennessee basketball tipping off here at 6 30 we'll be with you as soon as it's over around 8 34 Voluntary reaction live on Twitter Spaces. Yep. Stevie is next. Good afternoon, Stevie. You all right, buddy? This will be no war, gentlemen. This will be like when the Vikings took Northumbria or when the Germans took uh, Berlin or when the Russians took Berlin or when the French took God, this will be a bloodletting that we're about to do. I don't think the French you, ever really took anything. Uh, we nobody ever accused the drive of being historically literate. You are you're in a safe space, Stevie. Please go ahead. I was a history minor in college, Russell. Were you really? I was cinema studies. Yeah. You realize Germany never really took Berlin. It's their it's a city in their country. Well, go back to the German Revolution against yeah, the bear. Romans. Uh, yeah, bear. bear. They want to look into that. Look at the history of the Huns. You know, uh, Germany Hessians. Germany existed before 1945. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of amateurs. Uh, speaking of amateurs, these amateurs want to send us some allegations and expect us to lose our minds and poop our pants? Are you kidding me? I'm more scared of Kalen DeBoer, Alabama, than I'm scared of these allegations. And as you know, Russell, I'm not scared scared of little Kalen DeBoards, Alabama? You know, I had a friend at UT when we were in school who uh, – I remember seeing this because – remember the meter maids? They'd come and write you tickets. Yeah. I don't know if they still have those, but, uh, like, there was a meter maid. She was writing this – my friend Richard a ticket. Yeah. And uh, Big Rich walked over, picked the ticket, 
right off his windshield wiper, walked right up to this poor girl's face. He just got up in his face, ripped it, and threw it in her face like walked away. That's what I want Dondi Plowman to do when she gets the notice of allegations. Just take it out. Hey, you see this, Charlie Baker, in this notice of allegations? I would wipe my ass with it. But instead, I'm just going to tear it up and throw it in your face. How about that? So what did the meter maid do to your buddy Richie? She wrote him the ticket. Oh, you like what did she do after that? Yeah. Oh, she was like terrified. <laughs> he didn't actually go to UT. He was just visiting us, so he got in his oh. car and drove off. Oh, is it UT? Dante and Danny are about to show little Charlie the fifty states, Russell. I'm so confident they're just gonna pull them over. Oh. <laughs> hey, I do have a question though that's uh, non-football related. So in football we have Nico, in basketball we have DK. Who's going to be the baseball star Ooh, this year for us? Maybe Billy Amick, Billy Baseball, Billy Bats. Top three mm. potential would be uh, Billy Bats, Drew Beam, Blake Burke. Blake Burke. I would love Burke. for Blakey to have a season, a great season, where he just shatters balls into the outfield over the fence. Mm. Don't forget my man Cannon Peebles behind the plate. Who was the kid we saw up there at the at the fall with the intro squad World Series game that looked so good? What was oh that? yeah, you guys kept talking about him. Oh uh, yeah, the the pitcher. Uh, he 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 he's a monster hitter. But he's a JUCO guy, but he's uh, they're going to use him as a pitcher. I'll see if I can find that name for you. I'm blanking. Maybe him. Hey guys, on my way out. On my way out. This one's for you, Geraldo. Hey, a few weeks ago, I heard that TJ got his dog neutered. I guess you wanted him to be more like him. See ya. Oh! <laughs> wow. We really don't encourage collar-on-collar violence on the show. Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. TJ, having a bad day. TJ will probably be pretty scarce until after next uh, after Saturday, I would imagine. Depends on how Saturday goes. You think he'll call in and take his medicine if oh, things go yeah, well? Oh, no, yeah, we'll give TJ that. He okay. will, he'll come in and he'll get a cheap shot on in on the way out the door. It's always Derek Dooley noted. Who is that kid on the baseball team who – Oh, he looked like he could play tight end in the NFL. That kid, he's real big, right? He's put together. This roster is not up to date. Daniel mm. is next. Good afternoon, Daniel. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Hey, uh – who are you kidding? Uh, TJ, the Kentucky fan, will come in with some backhanded like compliment, like we care that he what he thinks about the Tennessee program. But that's neither here nor there. Um, have we declared war on the NCAA? Is that what has happened, guys? No, I think it's more of a Dondi Plowman's basically mad as hell, and she's not going to take it anymore. I mean, I I could, I can't think of a more appropriate response in my life. I mean, it's about time that a university and it's and it's pretty on par with what we have done over the years to like finally you know put our foot down and say enough is enough with this whole nonsense if if, if you want if you want to if you want to do this then let's you know let's put on our gloves uh and to quote uh the great rock song put up your dukes and let's get down to it hit me with, with your, your best, best shot oh uh, a little pat benatar from daniel on the show, that's beautiful. Um, I, but, but all, all kidding aside, I, I I think it's a great thing what she said. Uh, you all leading it, uh, bringing it, 
bringing it to light there, Houston bringing it, the ball rumor mill bringing facts, you know, is it was great. I can't wait to see what happens. I think it's I think it's about time. I, you know, I, I, it's a nasty situation, but I think it's about time that somebody stands up to the NCAA and, and the fact that they they're always moving the goalposts. I'll say this much. Uh, moving on to basketball, um, uh, this is a big week for the Dalton Connect um, National Player of the Year, mm-hmm. which I think he is uh, uh, much deserved over that clown. Edie and that and that terrible Boilermaker program that's con- constantly underachieves in the in the in the tournament, which we do too. Um, but um, I'm, I'm ready. For, this is a big week, guys. Um, I, I think if, if he can if he can bring uh, a, a stat line like he's been bringing at Rupp and tonight, um, this is this is going to get a lot of steam for National Player of the Year, and I'm and I'm on board and I'm driving the bus. You all have a good night and go balls. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. A big game against Kentucky. I mean, this is a hold serve game tonight. Like, yeah. if, he, if he has twelve points, that'll be a blow. Um, if he has thirty points, it won't do much. Uh, unfortunately for his chances, for the people who actually care about these individual awards. But if you're able to go for over thirty Saturday night, yeah, at Rupp in a win then that will be a game-changer as far as your candidacy for those awards. Especially in the national media. Got the name. Colby Bacchus. No, that's not who it is. It's Marcus Phillips. Is the guy we were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Bacchus is a – He's a big old guy too. Yeah, but uh, Marcus Phillips, the guy we were talking about, Jeremy pointed that out on the Twitter machine. Um, (laughs) My Bloody Volatide says we are on the cusp of the college football version of the FA slash Premier League split. In the early nineties, yeah. I, I, I'd have to go back and look. I mean, that that makes sense. I don't know the. All That's the probably the only it. other thing that comes. College football yeah. super league, yeah, comes close to it. That's probably the best comp for that it. Might, that might be the good analogy. Westchester is next. Hello, Westchester. So, give me the reader's digest on this. We recruit Nigo, we give him way too much money, and all of a sudden the NCAA has a problem with it? No, the the NCAA, what what they are going to say their problem is, is that Tennessee's collective used NIL as an inducement to get Nico to come to Tennessee, which is a big no. you know, the way it's supposed to work is you just recruit them the old-fashioned way by building a nice relationship, and then once they come here and perform well... They earn their and, NIL. Yeah, yes. and, yeah th- then, you know, uh, the the local Acme Widgets company comes in and says, Hey, Nico, I'd like to pay you X amount of dollars to do some commercials for me. But well, that's how do never they know the which way... Acme Widgets company is going to pay them the most money if they don't take care of that during recruiting? Bingo. This is this is insane. Like, first off, I thought we were through with the NCAA like four years ago, like right that, before COVID. That's I we the just biggest. Them kicked out the door. <laughs> that's the frustrating thing to me. Like, it it feels like UT is not terribly afraid. It feels like they're saying all the right things, but just the the fact that this isn't going to go away anytime soon, and this is just going to hang over our heads for an undetermined amount of time. That's what pisses me off. We're still playing, still recruit. Still win games. 
Ain't no stopping us now, Russ. Yeah, but it does feel like we just Ain't swatted no. this fly away, and now here it is right I mean, back I'm in our face. You say that because of the hard work of Josh Heupel and the fact that we're actually good. Like, it, if if we weren't, it would be like, oh, my God, like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know there's some Tennessee bias on this, and there's probably a whole lot of Tennessee bias on this, but this doesn't even come close to what Harborall did. Well, that, no, he manipulated the college football playoff. <laughs> it's another thing. Right. Like you've got this wide-scale, highly sophisticated cheating operation going on, and yet you're, you, that guy won an ass. And okay, they're they're still looking at that. We'll, we'll see if they actually have the cojones to do anything about it, especially now that he's gone. But in the meantime, you're going to persecute Tennessee for doing something that. Uh, we all know every. This is not like I got caught. Well, Johnny was doing it too. Everybody knows this is what's going on. It's yeah. no secret. Well, okay, then. I mean, let, let's take the let's take the Michigan treatment. Then, are you okay with winning a win a title in two years? If it means the hypo has to go to the pros. Hmm. No, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with. Nico plays, balls out. We go to the playoff. Whatever happens, happens, and and he goes away. And the NCAA says, well, you did this wrong. And we say, okay, well, he's in the NFL now. We'll talk to him about it. And then he doesn't talk about it. And you can't do anything about it. So they still don't have subpoena power. They can't. They really cannot do it. That's what I wonder. Like, if they've already talked to him or tried to talk to him, like, I I would love it if he just said, I'm not talking to you. Well, I mean, I would be stunned. If that's I'm not, not something that those kids get, I don't know if it's from Spire, from university, who it is, but do not ever talk to anyone about any of your private financial right. dealings. Nobody, it's, it's, you know, nobody, it's not yeah, anybody's you, business. Just, or I, I will meet with you, but I'm not answering any questions about this stuff. You want to talk about the weather or something, we can do that, the, the upcoming season. But the minute you start talking about, uh, what did Spire tell you? It's like, I'm not. That's that's my business. Yeah, I'm 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 just uh, I'm a kid like anybody else going to school here. I'm not telling you. No, you're not seeing my bank records. No, you're not, you're not I would, seeing. I it. would at that point. I w- I would refer them to your your attorney if you got the kind of money that you know he's he's got an attorney. Just talk, call my attorney. No comment. I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't sit and talk to him for anything about anything. Anything else, Westchester? That's all I got, guys. Have a good. Appreciate it. Thank you. And would you? I mean, I. That's always been my my understanding of a lot of the, the way the world works. Just don't say anything. Yeah, I mean, I I do wonder they threaten your eligibility. Well, if you you have to talk to us to play, you're playing in our, you know. And I just like, okay, well, we'll we'll see you in court. Yeah. You're, you're going to stop me from playing. We'll sue you. Break a lot of money. I'll win and. Like Which that's even more on the table now than it's ever been, right? Yeah, and then but I mean that's why I'm saying you know you're going to get sued for a staggering amount of monetary damages from any of these players that you try this with, and then number two, the school that they they're affiliated with is going to go to federal court and uh, file for file an injunction. I mean, let's say they did make Nico ineligible, and Tennessee goes six and six next year. What what was what's the financial number you could put on? Tens of millions of dollars, right? Maybe maybe hundred million dollars. What was our revenue total revenue this year? It was it was a, I think well over hundred million. I think it was the I think it might have been the first year we passed two hundred. I I just I don't I don't think they'll go there because they have to know at, at that point. 
all the other uh, all the other schools. And I would say this if if we were talking about uh, you know Alabama right now, I'd be like, yeah, no, we're not going to go along with you making a kid ineligible. That's not right. You'd have to, we'd all have to band together at that point. The universities would. I don't know, man. If they had made Bryce Young ineligible, I probably could have signed off on that. Uh, update on Steven. <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? No, but Does that's that the, make me hypocritical. That's the problem, and that's why I the know. NCAA that's, always that, wins. That's what they're banking on. Exactly. Uh, Steven, who was imploring us for some dating advice yesterday. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to know where to take a young lady on a first date here in Knoxville. Uh, says thanks for the on-air advice. He's going to. The Sun Sphere to watch the sunset and then try to decide on a restaurant from there. What you do is you just walk on over to Market Square. Yeah. That's, that's very romantic, though. I, I didn't even thought about it. Yeah. You go up to the Sun Sphere. They just repainted it. It looks good. Take the view. I've only been up there like one the time. You like the blue? I don't like the blue. It looks, it looks good. I don't, I'm not, I'm what just not nice used to it. nice hunter green. Oh, I like the green. I'm My sister orange. had a rehearsal dinner there. Oh, that was back in the day. Was it cool? Or was it like, oh man, we got to wait on the elevator for an hour? No, it was, it was cool. The only problem with it was that was a night, um, there used to be, it was right down here uh, at the corner of like Middlebrook and whatever Sutherland turns into down there. Uh, there was, that's where all the school buses were. It's called Posting Company. Mm. And all the buses caught fire that night. And they were talking about, at first they thought it was the chemical plant and they were going to make us leave. We were going to have to evacuate. Oh no, just buses filled with gasoline. You're good. Final thought on our way out the door. We appreciate everybody tuning in here this afternoon. As our colleague John Reed from the Fan Run Morning Show pointed out, important to note, the last time Tennessee was facing an NCAA investigation, the Vols won 11 games. Time is a flat circle. Good point. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Houston. Welcome. Overtime headed your way next. Voluntary reaction on Twitter spaces after the game. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.